All right, good morning. I'm so glad that you can all be here to go through and experience the process. When we take the time to identify what is going on in our life, it makes the experience a lot simpler to follow and also understand. When we commit to specific habits in life that we resist, what ends up happening with pattern in itself is that it begins to create a discipline, but also a structure from within that is there to support us at all times. So we're going to be kind of tapping into that a little bit today. So I invite you all to take your first inhale here, intentional inhale, inhaling through the nose, softening the lips, softening the jaw, relaxing the ears and the eyes and inhaling through the nose, filling the chest and the belly and allowing yourself to Pay attention to the body and allowing it to relax. So inhaling ever so slightly, ever so slowly, until you're completely full. And when you're ready, you're free to exhale. On your own time. On the exhale, you can feel some of the tension melt away, some of the thoughts that come up that are like mirrors behind mirrors, just allowing yourself to pass through them or them to pass through you rather than get stuck inside you. Inviting the inhale Again, knowing that it's part of the collaboration in life, the inhale and the exhale, the contrast of the two, knowing that without one, the other doesn't exist, but one makes room for the other and gives it permission to exist in our experience. We'll take one more intentional inhale here. Filling completely. Just noticing what is here today, what is available to you today, or what is pressing today. And then exhaling. Take a moment to notice your back if it's supported. Just leaning back, shoulders 
dropped, relaxing the elbows and the fingers. I'm just noticing where you are in the experience itself. So last, so last week we, we talked a little bit about digesting emotion. And one of the things that came up when we constantly struggle with something that keeps showing up. So an undigested emotion, there are a few things that could be at play. One of them that we don't have the tools to process it or digest it. But another suggestion here is that maybe it's not yours to digest. And that's a really, really key element of our life's experience is understanding what is ours and what we have to give like give away or let go of in the sense that it wasn't ours to digest in the first place. A lot of people communicate that they have trouble letting go. Letting go is a concept of something maybe that belonged to you. But if something didn't belong to you in the first place, then the struggle is just taking up space. Sometimes we try to create meaning in a place where there really is nothing there to begin with, just to distract us from our own experience. And again, these are just ideas. If you don't feel like they apply, it's just an observation. So when we, when we notice that there are things that we constantly do that make us feel a certain way, coming back to the source of it is very important. So Jijik has a joke. There's this guy that asks for a cup of coffee and he says, can I have, co can I have a cup of coffee without milk? So the waiter says to him, I'm sorry, we don't have milk. So he says, okay, can I have a cup of coffee without creamer? The point, the point of that joke is that sometimes we harbor on something that doesn't even exist. So in the case of that, the interpretation of that would be 
can I have a black coffee, right? That would be just a very specific request. But instead, it became this conversation focusing on what's not there or what shouldn't be there. And then the what wasn't there piled on with another thing that wasn't there. So there was no, no milk and no creamer to begin with. But it became this entire conversation that created something out of nothing. And the something that it created is a void. And that's really, really important to know about life is that some things possibly can just create a void. Now, when we learn about the word hate, which is, as we know, as a sin, right? Um, a lot of people think of that as wrongdoing. What I learned from Rav Nissim again that I repeated quite a few times is that the word sin, right, hate, is not wrongdoing, but it's really a void. It's a lacking, right? That what happens is that things are created, right? The wrong thing is created by the entryway of void, a void in itself. When we're looking almost in the wrong direction, we're looking at what's not there rather than what is there and being direct. Now, the reason that a lot of us struggle with this is because as we are growing up, as we're growing up, people struggle with being direct with us. They will add a lot of things to a conversation to bring out the most important point only at the end. I had a simple experience that somebody communicated to me last week where she was struggling with a neighbor. This neighbor came over and decided to tell her that she's not a good parent, that her ch child doesn't love her and she doesn't love her child, that she's lacking skills. It was a long, long, long list of things this neighbor was frustrated about. And at the end, the neighbor communicated, and I don't like being disturbed at night. So as I was working through this experience with this person, I said, it's a simple solution. If you were listening to what this person really was saying, all that person was trying to communicate is that they don't want to be disturbed at night. But what happened was, is because this person couldn't filter through their thoughts and couldn't be direct or honest and transparent with themselves, they decided to initiate the conversation from a sense of authority and validation, as in he, as the person needs a reason not to be disturbed at night. Coming back to the black coffee, it's just communicating that you want black coffee, not the coffee without 
the cream, which ends up being, well, there's no cream. Well, there's no, you know, like it's just ends up being a nuisance. What ends up happening when we go into, when we enter life from a sense of complication and a lack of clarity, we end up taking on other people's unnecessary emotions. So from this person's view, I communicated that she was doing a really great job and this, and the simple fact that this person didn't want to be disturbed was all that was was communicated. But she got a little shooken up, so she went to an expert. And this expert said, "You're fine. Everything you're doing is fine. You're a good parent." And what ended up happening was that she was able to feel complete in that moment. But when that person was communicating with her, she was kind of unsure. She doubted, am I a good parent? Am I not a good parent? Um, and all those kind of things. That can only come about if we're not sure and clear about our own personal communication with ourselves and others. Confidence isn't something that's just built off of conversation out of conversation. It's like the like when we talk about something, it's like trying to convince ourselves that we're confident. And that sense of feeling good about ourselves is what's going to give us the motivation when really confidence is something that's built on the inside. We can't build something out of nothing. We have to know where the confidence is rooted, where the clarity in our life is rooted. And I always suggest having mentors is very important. Having, having the right people to help us through our journey especially when we struggle and we feel like things aren't aligned is a very important thing. And as we move through the day or through our growth process, like with the cup of coffee, it's very important to make sure that we're communicating what we need rather than we, what we rather not have or like in our life, because then we just waste a lot of time back to the cup of coffee we can go into therapy and have a long, long session about all the things that are not working for us. And what we're frustrated with, but we won't take the time to articulate what it is we want to work on, what it is that we want to focus on. And then what happens is, is this void shows up the void begins to consume us. It distracts us from being productive as well. Because in that moment, we take the place where we're supposed to be active and we become an observer. When in that space, we're supposed to initiate growth in ourselves. When we, when we do basic things in life, like eating, washing laundry, walking to the grocery, 
paying for something with even cash, right? What we're doing is, is we're getting a sense of where we are, the sense of reality in our life and where an experience begins and where it ends. When we sit down to eat, for example, with no distractions, we're able to chew our food and begin to notice when we are full. As in, just because there is something on our plate doesn't mean we have to eat all of it. Or you might eat and you might not be completely full, so going to take another portion. When we pay with cash sometimes, living in a in, a, in such a, you know, in a world where we're paying with credit card, we're not realizing the value of what we have in the sense that it's not that we don't realize, it's that we're not, it's not tangible to us, right? Or if we have a lot of assistance in the day-to-day um, in the house, right? And I'm all for getting all the help you need. Get all the help you need and get all the support you need. But it's so important to take some of the time to exercise some of these experiences on your own because by practicing certain things, right? Like making your bed in the morning, folding some of your own clothes, washing your clothes, hanging them, um, you know, going to the grocery store, paying with cash, bringing the groceries home, putting everything away. By us taking the time to complete a task. Now, it might not be available to you all the time, as in you might not have time to do everything all the time. But by simplifying it and taking on these actions, what we're doing is, is we're understanding, for example, what our budget is financially, how much food we really eat, you know, looking in the fridge, cleaning the fridge out and being like, okay, I, you know, if there's some food that we've thrown out, well, how much extra did I make? What do I actually need? And then when we're eating, when we're really full, a lot of times we're preparing from an illusionary perspective, kind of eyeballing what we might need or what we should anticipate, which is anxiety built on anxiety or um, assumption built on assumption, which then to go into that process in itself, even into a Monday morning, the experience of going into a Monday morning is, oh my gosh, a week is in front of me. I need to get so much done, right? Or I need to be productive. Whatever those assumptions are begins. So we begin to build this sense of anxiousness and thinking that that's going to create meaning. But when we start to detach some of this stuff, Sometimes we'll begin to notice that sometimes these overwhelming sensations we have maybe in the beginning of a week or in the beginning of a day, are ju it's just a sensation in itself. It doesn't have to be attached to something. We don't have to bring our past into it. We don't have to create an entire con concoction, right, and a, and a, and a thesis on 
why is it that I have anxiety Monday morning or whatever it is that you, you have, right? When we simplify our emotion, we take that time to just process the emotion for what it is and trust that we can get through the day. We, we have what it takes to get through the day. If we were put on this earth by our creator, we have what it takes. And we won't have to deal with more than he needs or asks of us today. So beginning the day by starting with an intention, an intention of not what I wouldn't like today, back to the cup of coffee, you don't want to ask for, you know, the lack of the milk and the lack of, uh, you know, you don't, you don't want the, the void part of it in the sense of, I don't want the cream and I don't want the milk, but I'd like a cup of coffee. I'd like a warm cup of coffee. Really creating an intention focused on what is needed rather than what we don't want. And then as we move through the day, a great exercise you can take into the day today is when you're having conversations with yourself and others to notice to notice where the conversation begins to kind of veer off path. As in if somebody needs something from you or you need something from somebody else or yourself, just notice like if there's a task that needs to be done and you keep avoiding it, Try to stop and be like, okay, there's a little bit of anxiety here. Rather than being like, I'm avoiding this, that, the other, and going in circles. If somebody needs something from you as well, just noticing if you can create space for that need to be met or kind of cut to the chase rather than go in circles. And this can work from a very young age, from somebody that is really, really small to somebody that's a lot older as well. This is, you know, across the spectrum. And just really focusing on, okay, I'm here today. What is it that I need right here, right now? Um, and what happens is, is we'll begin to eliminate some of the void. Rather than bringing in the past or worrying about the future, really focusing on the task at hand and knowing that our responsibility is to do today and trust that, if there's certain things that I haven't gotten to this week or this month or even this year, it wasn't meant to be. Trying to show up, we can always ask for the Siata Dishmaya as well. And just be really, really patient, really, really patient with our experiences in themselves and know that Everything can be nurtured and everything has its time. But if we try to speed things up and create tension, it usually isn't so supportive. So as you move through the day, as you move through your processes, as we prepare for this new school year um, and whatever that might be for every single one of you, um, just take the time to really put that focus in, in, well, what is it that you really need? 
you know, and you can, you can use, you can find a tagline that works for you and just focus on and, and kind of bring it back every time as in, what is it exactly that I need? And if there is a little bit of emotions that kind of are roaming freely, take a deep breath, invite yourself into your space and trust that today you have everything you need to make a decision for today. The best asset you can have is by creating calm in the body, connecting the mind with the body. That way you can really tap deep into the spirit when you're making those decisions and get the most clarity you can to gain the most amount of productivity and trusting that things work themselves out. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope that was clear. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to um, feel free to ask. Thank you, Esther. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. I'm so glad. Do you have any suggestions like for people that have a hard time being assertive? Like